0: We've had, thank you, Michelle Band,
1: yes.
0: wow, it's so lovely to just be in God's presence, just like that, yeah. not even work ourselves up or whatever, marvellous, I'm very glad to be back here again, and so is Greg, we love coming in, coming in the door and you think, ooh,
1: this is nice. <laughs>
0: You guys have got something going here that is very precious. May God use you amazingly over this next season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I bring you greetings from City Church, Cambridge. They said, give you guys love and blessings. Mm-hmm. Love and blessings from City Church, Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And Greg and I give you love and blessings too. Father God, God, mm. Father God, it's it's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. And my eyes are on you today, Lord. It's always on you, but to now is on you. For you to come and do whatever. And Lord, it's it's lovely because I get to open doors and then I watch you do stuff. I love watching you, Lord. Love watching you at work. And I ask for a breakthrough here even this morning. For people who need a breakthrough in their minds, their hearts, identity, um, in who they are in you. Anything that anybody needs, I ask for answers. Come and heal. Come and deliver. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Come and roar, Lord. Yes, come and roar. We're the church. We roar. So we we'll ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen you know again coming in here today and listening to you all sing and I, every now and again I turn and I look round at everybody and I get all gooey and I think oh I love the church capital C I love the church people in the church have hurt me I've come through much suffering on various occasions from people but it doesn't, hasn't taken away my love mm-hmm. For the church, Mm. Mm. it's the body of Christ. Mm. Jesus in the church is the hope for the nation. (coughs) What's not to love? What's (coughs) not to rejoice over (coughs) that we are the church, and the local church, which is you, Mm. is not the kingdom. Hmm. That's right. Sometimes, like, oh, okay, because we talk lots about kingdom. But the local church isn't the kingdom. It's an embassy of the kingdom, that's right. And so we come here on a Sunday and we worship, we greet each other, we drink good coffee. (laughs) We greet each other, we worship him and lift him high, get changed, sorted, cleaned up of weekly stuff. And we love each other, so that when we go out there, we advance that kingdom.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to you, You you're a good responding uh, people, I love to hear the response. Sometimes there's dead quiet, there's no response, you know, Mm -hmm. even in worship. And so, um, you can respond today. Is that okay? Yeah. 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 Yes. Your glories and hallelujahs will be ever so very nice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, so often we don't give away what we've got. We are so rich, we are loaded. It's not about bucks. It's not about money or education or whatever. It's about being connected to God. Mm. Who created everything? Who owns
1: everything?
0: But sometimes we're a bit nervous about stepping out and giving away what we've got, um, as in, he praying for healing for people and so on, because we're a bit scared. What if it doesn't work? Are you like me? What if does it doesn't work? <laughs> what if it doesn't work? And what if? And what if? And. Am I gifted for it? Am I anointed and all that? But you know in Matthew 22, verse 36 to 40, the people came to Jesus and they asked him, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to them, You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And it's the most wonderful commandment. And it's like God comes and puts, you know, we don't even know how to love God. He even gives us the ability to love him. Amazing. He's so generous. You know, Jesus could have stopped there. Because isn't that enough? But you know, he went on in the very next breath. And he said, and the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. And you know, as I read it, i read it many times, but I over the past months I've been reading it, and I just feel, you know, when we come like this, and we sing, we are so bursting with love for God, that it's like, whoa, bring on the people. You can't help. Once you are so in love with God and you sing, how, or worship Him, or read the Bible, or listen to the Bible, if you have difficulty concentrating on reading, something stirs in you and you get so full up that I don't know how to not go and pray for people. Mm. Do, do you see? I don't know how to not. I love people. And it's like, oh, bring it on. Bring them to me, Lord. Because with the love of God, it outflows up into people. And my biggest thing I would like to leave today with all of us is, you know, ask God, use me widely, use me for signs and wonders, use me, but you know what I'd love you to pray? Father, give me compassion. You know, give me compassion, because you know with compassion, it's not about is it going to work? It's about have I blessed that person? It's about just stepping out. And uh, uh, I learned a wonderful phrase in England giving it a go. You guys give it a go. The English people give it a go. If <laughs> you come from a nation, you know you've heard them say give it a go. And I just love that. So it's a nation of give it a goers. Well, give it a go in prayer? You know, it's not is it going to work? My responsibility is to obey God and lay hands on the sick. It's up to Him to heal. I don't know how to heal, do you? Mm-hmm. Not one of us knows how to heal. So, therefore, how can I think, well, what? I prayed, but nothing happened. Do you know what? Something always happens. When you step out and you pray with someone or chat to them or whatever, something always happens because we're giving them deposits. Of the Holy Spirit. And it may, may not bear fruit immediately, but it will eventually. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Compassion. Father, will you give us compassion? Mm-hmm. Oh my word, give us so much compassion mm-hmm. that, we, that you've got to hold us back. Because we're so in love with you that we don't know how to stop. This little bit isn't in the Bible. It, or the Bible doesn't explain it. But you know, do you read the Bible and you put yourself into it? And you, you're in the story. And I imagine Acts 2, when the fire fell. To me, there was a little fire. You know, the Holy Spirit fell. With fl- I don't think that's a little thing on the head. I think they were engulfed by the power of the Holy Spirit and fire. Now they were in the upper room, 120. Now I can't imagine that the upper room was even as big as this. It's a tiny room. But then you read... The whole of Jerusalem came to hear them. Mm. So did the whole of Jerusalem come up into the upper room? <laughs> or were they so filled with the Spirit that they couldn't help but spill out? And therefore 3,000 people mm. got saved. Mm. Do you see? When we are so full up with God, you can't help but spill out. Mm. In your work, in the streets, in school, in universities, in you can't help. You can't help. And it's it's compassion that drives us. When um, John the Baptist was beheaded, and he was Jesus' <coughs> cousin, and Jesus had been ministering all day, and he thought, I need to get away. He wanted to go get away for some rest, but also to mourn for his cousin. And the people, they enjoyed the signs and wonders, so they kind of went a shortcut. And when he got there, there they were. 5,000 men, and then women and children as well. And Jesus could have said, like I would have done good grief. I've been working all day. My hands are thin from praying for so many people. The skin has gone thin. I need a break. Are you like me? You know. But the Bible says, filled with compassion, Jesus healed them. And there's a key filled with compassion. Oh Lord, give me more compassion. Give us compassion. So it's not about us. It's about serving others. Just passing on whatever God has given us. And just seeing your very multicultural church, love it to bits. Because Yes, I agree. Amen. But a taste of heaven. right? Eh? Acts 17.26, one of my favorite verses. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and boundaries of their dwelling place. So you know what? So we come from South Africa. We'd never in a million years thought we would live for a while in the UK. But before time, God knew Mm -hmm. that at a certain time he was going to put us here. And for all of you who come from other nations, you're in the right place at the right time, in the right church for this, at this point in time. Yeah. And if you're visiting yeah. from anywhere else, <coughs> any other uh, place, that place is your right place at the right time or whatever, because God planned it. Mm. I find that incredible too. We think, should I do this? Should I move house? Should I go to the next thing? Should I move from Great Dunlable to Plumstead? Should we, should we... And you know, we pray and call and things fall into place. Because God has prepared us. And he's prepared every single person here this morning. For this point in time, for this church, for Plumstead and wider. So you are enough. You are enough. And that's amazing to you. You are enough for what he's commissioned you. And he will add to you but work with what you've got, we are enough. We can change the surroundings. You know, I, I don't know if you grew up thinking missionaries were people who went overseas. Yeah? Missionaries. They go overseas. They go to Africa and India and and China and Bangkok and you name all the exotic places in the world. That's where the missionaries go. But you know what? The moment you become a follower of Jesus, you're a missionary. You're on a mission. You're on a mission. We are on a mission together. Some of us do get sent overseas. But most people stay and in Nehemiah 3.23 when the wall was being built interesting because you get Benjamin and Hashab repaired opposite their house they built the wall opposite their own house and then you get all these names eh? a few more who repaired beside their house so it's not about being on mission out there. It's right where we live. It's um, in our yeah. it's in our neighbourhood. It's in our own families. Mm. Yeah, you still with me? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Are you are you ready for that? Mm. We get around the UK and the and the continent, but we, UK lots to many different churches. And you know what? The church is expanding and exploding. There's multi-sites going on and church planting and the church is growing and rising up. We hear often the bad news but the church is actually growing. It's good news and the church is the hope for this nation. The nation's shaking now. Mm. It hasn't been like this since maybe World War II or something. And, And for me, the delight is, everything is shaking. And people are full of fear and what's going to happen. And there's anger and it gets all very political. But you know what? The church is rising. Mm. Mm. <coughs> and God is the lion. Mm. Mm. He's roaring with power. Mm. And he's empowering his church all over. There's a whole new move. You know, I can see the fire wherever we go. There's fire. We we're the fire starters. There's fires. No matter which church I go to, there are fires burning. I can see it in people and on people. It's small small. So we've got to pray and say, Father, give us more. Come on, come on. But we pray and do. Don't just pray and wait. You pray and you step out and you do and you watch the fire jump from one to the other. We are the fire carriers. The fires haven't gone out. They're actually rising. I'm so excited. There's revival coming. It's small now, but it's, it's on the way. Do you agree? There's something on the way. There's something on the way. And this church, with your multicultural, not only affects Plumstead and London, but wider right into the continent and right into all those other exotic places I mentioned there are some of you who are going to go and, um, and do works over there and Father I ask that I ask for people to be raised up over the next years who carry the message of power the gospel, the freedom and go and, and, and yeah, freedom not legalism breaking legalism so many places needs legalism broken Mm -hmm. Father will you raise up many carriers Mm -hmm. to go on teams or even (coughs) to relocate into places from this embassy Father in Jesus name and now I want to speak to the women I love men, I love the men you're wonderful. I'll, I will get to you, but I'm going to speak to the women. <laughs> because, you know, with this hashtag me too um, thing that has happened, where thi- you know, all s- sexual sin and someone has been exposed and whatever. It's as if God has been whew, blowing on what's been hidden for a long time. And, uh, and God is just kind of bringing comfort to women, because women struggle lots. Uh, Women bring up families, sometimes sing alone. Women bring up children alone, and so on. And um, I really believe God is stirring women to build. To build. Women are called to build communities, their their families, um, society, to help build and rebuild Mm. So again in Nehemiah uh, 3 verse 12 it's all these people were building and it says next to him Shalom the son of Haloesh, ruler of half district of Jerusalem repaired the wall he and his daughters Hmm. and so often we miss these Mm -hmm. things because we are so one track as we read the Bible but actually this man His daughters were helping to build with him. It's Mm. men and women building together. We need each other so much. So, so, so much for the rebuilding. Otherwise, it's just something is wobbly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I don't know if you like me. I, I really love the Bible. I really love it. But at times, as I'm reading... Um, you know, these boring bits.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, when you read all the names, and this one begat that one, and that one begat that one, and I think, <laughs> let me skip it, all the names and get to the juicy bits. Yes. Yes? Ooh. anyone else like that? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this time, um, as I was reading 1 Chronicles, I just thought, I must, I must read every word. Mm. Because names are important. <laughs> Our names are written in, in the, the names book. You, Jesus. He knows yeah. us by name. And I feel that he put all these names in to show how important every single person is. So I was reading 1 Chronicles, and I got 1 Chronicles 7, which is all the different tribes. And so I read all the Asher and the this one and the that and all the this one begatting that one and so on. And then I came to 1 Chronicles 7, verse 24. And it was the, 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 the tribe of Ephraim. And it spoke about a, a man whose son went off to war and was killed. And the, and the, the father was very sad. So he had another son who had a daughter. His daughter, her name was Shearer. Ever heard of Shearer? We've heard of Deborah and Ruth and Esther. But Shearer never comes up. Let me tell you about Shearer. Shearer built both the lower and upper Beth Warren and using Shearer. And I thought, now what am I reading? And I read it, I don't know, how many times. What am I reading? And so I read again and again. It is 1 Chronicles seven twenty-four. And then I looked up in every commentary I could get hold of. And it said, this woman built three cities. Just thrown in the middle. Has anybody ever seen it yet? just thrown in the middle of all these tribes, this woman built three cities. And then it goes on. And I thought, God wants me to see that. To actually encourage women and men. We need to build. We need to build together.
1: We need to use
0: what God has given us and build together. Imagine this woman building three cities. But then I read Joshua 10. Verse 11, when the sun stands still, so the um, Joshua, everybody was scared of Joshua because his armies were just mowing everybody down around who weren't for God. And this tribe called the Gibeonites, (coughs) they told a lie. They came with wineskins that were all cracked and moldy bread and broken sandals and said to Joshua, "Um, we've come from a long way. We're not anywhere near you, but we just want you to sign a treaty with us that you'll never harm us. But we come from far away. And um, Joshua signed a treaty with them, and they were lying because they were just living next door. Interesting, because some while later, the kings around wanted to come and make war against the Gibeonites. Now Joshua, because he had made a mistake, he could have had them come and kill him. Kill the Gibeonites. Wipe them (coughs) out. Then then he doesn't have to bother about the Gibeonites anymore. But you know, Joshua had made a, 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 a pact with them. He'd signed an agreement with them that he would Look after them and not kill them. And Joshua, even though he could have got rid of them using other kings, he actually honored what he had said. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And I've heard somebody speak on that and say, it's not the mistakes we make, it's how we walk through it afterwards. (laughs) (coughs) It's not the mistakes we make. It's how we handle it afterwards. Let's be godly. Even if we think we've made a mistake. Let's be godly in the handling of it. And so Joshua went to fight. And Joshua needed help. So he said to the Lord, make the sun stand still. Give me some time, give me more hours. And for the first time ever God listened to man and the sun stood still, so that Libyan so the Gibeonites could be rescued. And actually, this happened in Beth Horon, one of the women's cities. And I just felt God took me to that to say, even honored the women's city, to say, it's okay. Women can build cities, yeah. mm-hmm. they can do stuff. They can actually do stuff. As a father, I want to ask for the women to be built up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes not even being held back by, yeah, but the men don't let us do this, and we're not allowed. And You know, sometimes women use things as an excuse even. Not, yeah, you chuckle, eh? (laughs) (laughs) But it is. No, I'm not allowed. And so we don't give it a go because, I'm not allowed, but actually we're too scared to give it a go. And I want to ask, Lord, you break over women in all fear and so that we can help build. Help build society, help at this point. In in England, where we are, where, no matter where you're from, you're based here for such a time as this. And we are here to build and bring reconciliation, because we need peace in this land, so that the gospel will prosper. The gospel doesn't prosper when things are shaking. We need peace. And the church is the, the we are the peace bringers. And so God honoured this woman by actually letting the sun stand still in her in her city. But with that comes walking with the men. In Joel it says they like an army, arm in arm, the Lord's army go forward, not jostling each other, not fighting for position, or look what he did and she did and look they mo- and they showed off and they, but marching, looking forward because we've got an enemy we've got an enemy the devil who whispers and robs us of our (coughs) mindset of our health, of all kinds of stuff Mm. Mm. and yet God has given us everything inside us for what we need Mm. Mm. how long have I
1: got?
0: I've got another 15
1: minutes
0: so Matthew 5 says you are the salt of the earth. Any salty people here? Yeah. Isn't it wonderful? It doesn't say, well, maybe. Maybe if you're good, if you're whatever, if you read your Bible this morning, if you..." it says you are. Mm. You are the salt of the earth. <coughs> but if the salt is not its taste, how shall it be salt, saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled, trampled under people's feet. Father, we don't want to be like that. We want to keep salty. We want to stir ourselves and keep salty. You are the light. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. And so often, the church, the lights are under a basket. <laughs> do you, you know? Yeah, it's like, go oh, quiet. And we go about our business. And we're too scared to say, I'm a Christian and I love Jesus. Because we're scared somebody's going to come and cut our head off. (laughs) Are you with me? The light is hidden. And, uh, you know, it's time for the church to be the light and be the healing and the hope for the nation. And speak reconciliation and comfort. Speaking with a different voice. Speaking, coming with a different attitude. Coming with reconciliation more than uh, finger-pointing. In Isaiah 58, it says, if you will put away the pointing finger, then God will come with great blessing. And and so often, I find in myself, look at they and this and that. It's like, no. Let's speak blessing even over enemies. Let's bless enemies, because the Bible says, bless those who curse us. Bless and really... Bless and do not curse just, just a quick story, a side story quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at the time But I come from Cape Town In which I worked in what we call our townships Is where in the old days They're still there But in the old days, in the apartheid days Where black and white were kept separate And so I went into the township And was a freedom fighter really Uh, for reconciliation and unity and the breaking of apartheid and so at one point uh, security police got hold of me and they were not very nice and mocked me and so on and so on and it was four of them and they got into their car and as they were driving away I knew the driver would be looking in his rear view mirror and I was so angry because I had all my black friends around, and they had, the police had been, said the most terrible things about them. And I was so angry that I was put my fist up to, argh! and God spoke to me and said, no, 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 that's not how I've taught you. <laughs> Bless those who curse. And I went,
1: (laughs) bless them, Lord.
0: My teeth were clenched. But I was biblical, do you see? And sometimes we do things with clenched teeth. And we and we do it cold bloodedly, simply because the Bible says. Not by our feelings. Simply I go by the Bible. And I said, Bless them, bless them, Lord. I'm going to, you know, the story goes on. But let me tell you what was such a good outcome. If I'd not, if I'd been filled with anger, we wouldn't have heard God. Mm. And, and you know, I even wrote to the state president then. And these four men were removed. Um, I wouldn't have had the waywithal to, to ever even write to anybody because I would have been too angry. But because I blessed, freedom came to me. Mm. And I could hear God. Mm. What a bless Ah. and it's it's so hard. Mm -hmm. But I do it cold bloodedly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lord I'm doing it because of you. And you know once you do it for a while, something changes inside. Really?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, Unforgiveness or holding things or grudges is one of the biggest doors that the demonic gets in Mm -hmm. to our heads and messes with our brains. Father, will you bring a spirit of forgiveness here
1: today? Really.
0: Really. Whoever's harmed us, families, please, Father, so that people can sleep well at night, so that that torment doesn't go on, so that the very people who harmed us become the ones that are in our heads. I mean, how awful is that? And we ask, Lord that people will get a spirit of forgiveness in this place so that they will be armed and dangerous to the real enemy. Because no people are our enemies. No people. We do not fight against flesh and blood as what's behind. And that's the enemy. We are dignity bringers. Oh, we are dignity bringers. Come on. I, I said um, to Jamie this morning, as I came in, you can feel, I said, you've brought dignity here. You guys have brought dignity around. This whole place is filled with dignity. Because that's what we do. Jesus brought dignity wherever he went. Mm. And so we honor. We honor Mm. people. And one of the scriptures that has really got hold of me, and I've also read it so many times, the kindness of God Mm -hmm. leads to repentance. That's Mm. right. And and I can't get away from it. No. Kindness sounds like but see <laughs> nice, you know. And it's the fruit of the spirit. Yes. But we don't often get long talks on the fruit of the spirit, which is kindness. Um. And but what struck me is, it leads to repentance. So kindness has teeth. Mm. Mm. God is when He's kind to me, I get quite overwhelmed. And I want to change. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I just want to change because he's won me over. Mm-hmm. And so so often we tell people what they've done wrong. I don't like yes. this and I don't like yes. that and look at this. Mm-hmm. But you know when you look at the, the gold in people mm-hmm. and you say, this is what I see mm-hmm. in you. It is so wonderful what I, I see. Now there's these things that you need to work on get to that. It's a totally different approach. Yes. And it leads oh, to repentance yeah. and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if people just say to me, this is what we you know, you're wrong and you're the my heckle scar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're kind to me, you go like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it leads to
0: repentance. I want That's to change right. then. I want to change. Mm-hmm. And somebody put on Twitter Kindness is love with work clothes on.
1: Is that marvelous? <laughs> yeah. Kindness
0: is love with work clothes on. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession. By word that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And another thing that God has been speaking to me about is the identity. I can read this and everybody nods, mm. chosen people, I've been chosen by God, I'm you know, i seated in heavenly places in Christ, are you, mm. yes. yeah? and we all nod, yes, yeah? and we all, we can read the Bible and we all nod, and we've heard hundreds of good sermons, and we all nod, and then we get out that door, and the enemy says, who do you think you are, mm. and you know what? Mm. I don't, well, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I I'm born again, but it uh, yeah, does it make sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I've gone to various churches and I've said to them, I want you to tell each other who you are in God. Mm-hmm. I want you to be able to say, I am a child of God. I'm seated in heavenly places. I am so anointed by God. I am oozing the gifts of the Spirit simply because he's put it in me before time Mm -hmm. to match the jobs he's given me to do before time do you see Mm -hmm. and you nod Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then I've said get up and do that find someone who you don't speak to often do it and you know what people get bricks in their mouths (laughs) (laughs) and they're very serious I really feel God speaking to me about this Because if we want to really have our chin up, we must know who we are.
1: There must be a
0: humility, but great confidence in Him and an authority. You know, when I pray for deliverance, demonic things um, for people, Mm -hmm. it's not a science, it's an authority issue. I know, I know that when I say the name of Jesus, the demons have to listen. (laughs) But I also know who I am in God.
1: Yes. Mm. Mm. But Come so on.
0: often, we don't. It's like, you know, the enemy may even speak through the person and say, Who do you think you are? You can't get me out here. And you think, oh, oh, I didn't pray. I didn't read the Bible. I Does it doesn't make sense. And we, then we try to pray, and um, nothing happens because we've forgotten who we are. Am I speaking to the right people? Yes. yes! And I feel God wants us to get this. You know, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. It's so difficult to confess with the mouth. Because it gets robbed from us. Am I allowed to? What do people think I'm showing you off if I'm saying, Oh, I've got the gifts of the Holy Spirit oozing from me for all the jobs that God has prepared for me. Mm-hmm. It, it's the truth, because if we sing, you're a good, good father that's who you are, and I'm loved by you, yes. now the Bible says that in Ephesians 2 verse 10, he prepared good works in advance mm-hmm. that means he's puts things in me in advance to actually help me cope with what he's got me to do Amen. he gave Rochelle a wonderful voice because he knew she. he wanted her to sing do you see, mm-hmm. if he didn't and he says now go sing, she would be I can't sing. Now, why would we think he wouldn't put gifts in us for the jobs that he's given us to do?
1: Uh,
0: But we walk around like, I just need so many more. (laughs) Do you know? I I need more. Because I don't know who I... I can't do anything. And Father, I want to ask that you break this over people today in the name of Jesus. Really, Lord... This is a powerful church with a powerful voice and being so multicultural is powerful it is, I don't even think you realize how powerful it is because I travel around I can tell you it is powerful you have something to show the world of how you get on therefore you've got a voice into the nation and into the city and I want to ask Father for a breakthrough that people will be able to with humility because we've got nothing to do with us it's Jesus who died on the cross for us to forgive us of our sins with humility be able to say
1: I'm a child of God
0: I am already seated in heavenly places in Christ he's already given me everything for life and godliness I'm loaded with gifts Christ has put them in and I must work out what Christ has put in.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And so I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna practice, Father, I'm gonna practice Mm. kindness and long suffering. I'm gonna practice gifts of healing. I'm gonna practice saying the name of Jesus. Even under my breath, when I go to work, in my household, I'm going to practice. And for the women, we are going to practice having a new mindset of not moaning and groaning, but building together with men seeing, seeing uh, men and women fighting a common enemy and not each other? Is that okay? In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Mm.
1: want you to stand please. <coughs>